Welcome to a Labor Day edition of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name is Amin El Hassan. I'm joined as always by Black Trey, Big Jer. Uh, we've got a lovely show for you today. I feel like we did this whole like, hey, what's your favorite grilling foods thing before? But shit, we might revisit it. Uh, we also got the latest episode of Power, and yo, right on time. Mwah! <laughs> Jerm, I feel like we got too comfortable last week. Like, yo, it's actually not bad. Then niggas like, oh, a word. They gave us the power people's elbow. <laughs> it, I, it hit me from all sides. I was like, shit, man. All right, I get it. Y'all are power. Y'all are power. Uh, also, we gonna get it. We're gonna ask a very important question about your friend. If you have a friend who raps. Not professionally, like just someone who getting into and sends you their music. How do you process that, right? Also, Trey went to Philly for the Made in America Festival. We'll get Trey's thoughts on that. But first, www.patreon.com slash count the dings. That's where you go for all of your extra exclusive content like the Overflow episodes where we're reviewing Game of Thrones, like the watch-alongs. Shout out to everyone who checked in for the watch-along last week with me and Zach and Maze, where we re-watched uh, The Poison Rose. Another one coming soon for the movie side. We got the NFL starting this weekend, so we're going to start doing them watch-alongs the NFL Sundays. You don't want to miss it. There's so much more exclusive content coming your way via Patreon, www.patreon.com slash countedings. Um, before we get into show show, I know there's been an issue in the city of Jackson, Mississippi, uh, with the quality of drinking water being just horrendous and a lot of questions about how the, the state and city government have been spending taxpayer funds where they're not able to provide just regular clean water. I mean, it's one thing to be like, oh, the water is contaminated. It's another thing like when you open your faucet and you see brown coming out the faucet. That's some shit I remember from Sudan. Like, that's that's true third world level shit. That had to be happening in America is shameful. But Trey, I know you wanted to speak on this, so I'm going to cede the floor to you. Yeah, man. Thanks for, uh, you know, sharing the, 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 the sport, the space, and uh, allowing me to sneak this into the rundown. Obviously, Jackson, Mississippi is 83% black. Um, I thought it would be absolutely tone deaf for me to be asking motherfuckers, did they drink water today when we have a crisis in our own backyard? You know, these people have um, no water to cook with, clean, to drink, to bathe. Even trying to boil water at this particular point, that shit looks like black coffee. And like you mentioned, this is something that you would experience or have you seen firsthand in a third world country. So, you know, ideally we've been helping out. We've been aggressive helping these other countries during the wars and things of that nature. When we got our own problems in our backyard, um, Flint, Michigan is still dealing with lead and their water and, you know, those situations. And that's been years. That has been years that, you know, the water is still not being a right situation. And now here we are in a predominantly black area of Jackson, Mississippi, and these folks don't have clean water to do what they need to do, the bare necessities. Schools are closed. It's getting to a point where they're doing um, bottled water giveaways and things of that nature at a time. And um, I was able to create an Amazon wish list 
for people to um, pretty much pick whatever water brand you want to send and let them disperse that way through the uh, Jackson Community Center. Um, just because I just, you know, obviously didn't, I don't know what to do with cash. Do, I prefer you we, actually just send it that way. Trey, do, do we, do you or do we know anybody who's from Mississippi? Like At this moment, no, nah, I don't. I personally don't know anybody from Jackson or Mississippi. Um, but I've just been following it really close. And I know it's continued. And and not saying that people haven't been, you know, um, not been helping or doing these right. things. But it just it needs more. I mean, it's only so much you can do. And obviously, this is a very, um, the time of the month where it's very humid. Um and again, there's there's so many things to come into play when you really think about it. So, um, yeah, man, I just thought I thought I would just want to, you know, shout awareness towards that. And, you know, if you do find any organization or, you know, anybody that's actually out there um, contributing, find a way to, you know, assist our brothers and sisters out in Jackson, Mississippi. Yeah, man, I'm reminded of like when. um Obviously, when when the Flint thing went down, Rashid Wallace was going like regularly, renting out like these U-Haul trucks, stacking them with water from like Costco, and then just driving out and handing out water to people. And um, like I'm I'm thinking about like, is there anything? If I knew someone there on the ground. I wouldn't mind like trying to get something done in that regard uh, where can help people out. Just, you know, like I said, just giving out water, man, that's kind of crazy. It feels like it doesn't feel like it is. It's a basic human right. It's a basic human right. The right to clean water. That's some shit that we should, everyone should have, no matter how poor you are, no matter how downtrodden, and Trey, you're right, man. Like, I was watching this show on Netflix called The G Word. It's by the, this dude named Adam Conover. He used to have this show called Adam Ruins Everything. It was a really funny and fun show uh, that kind of exposed a lot of stuff. It was on True TV. So now he's got his own show on Netflix called The G Word. It's about, like, the role of government and, like, how they control things and how, like, in some cases we need them to step up. Um, and, um, you know, he's talking about like the idea that for instance, FEMA is just a disaster because it's a bunch of different entities that have no kind of direction. And so that's why when thing, and by the way, they're also very, very politically heavy, meaning uh, the states and the constituents that like support the people who are in charge get the quickest responses and the best responses. And the ones that don't, the ones maybe that don't have a tax base to support in the way that, you know, is meaningful, they get kind of shit on and pushed to the back of the line. And that's how like somewhere like, New Orleans can have what happened to it 
where they actually ran a simulation in 2004 about what happens if a hurricane hits New Orleans and what happens to levees. They knew. They knew and they did nothing because the right hands weren't greased. So it's, I'm, I'm going to do some thinking. I'm going to try and do something. I don't know. I, maybe I shouldn't even say this on air because I don't know the first place to start. But I think that there's something that can be done there just to help the people out. And, and, and maybe it's as simple as what Trey's talking about. Trey, what's that? What's that Amazon link? Uh, so I, I have the link pinned to my, my uh, Twitter account. There and you then, go. you know, people can go there and obviously um, put their own name and information in there. And uh, listed below is the address and things of that nature. So yeah. they can contribute that way. Um, I think it's a little bit better because at first I was thinking like, oh, ask my followers for a dollar and then I would go do it. And yeah, I'm like, that's that's yeah, a very that's... overwhelming. And then also money, just dealing with money is weird because people always are like, what's going on with the money? You know what I mean? And well, I didn't. Well, but yeah, because you don't know where the money. That's I mean, that's a tough thing. It's like you don't know where the money's going. You, well, I'm just really saying well, I wasn't going to send it to nobody. I was going to buy. Oh, buy water. Stuff. I was and just going to buy water and just ship it out every time. And got just, it, like, got like, it. Hey, got I had it. this number of money, but like, I didn't want to deal with the process of like, GoFundMe. I didn't want to deal with the other stuff like, uh, you know, these other entities of Cash App and Venmo. And, yeah. and I just was like, as a teacher, I used to do teacher wish lists. Right. Where right, right. you don't have to deal with the money. People just buy and send what they want. And I thought that like, hey, I'm going to just list these specific um 24 pack, 18 pack water bottles for, you know, whatever selective company you want to support and do it that way. Now, if you don't want to um, support Amazon, because I do know people that are very um, anti-Amazon, anti-Bezos, want to um, put money into smaller businesses, I can give you my Venmo and I'll just order it. If it's, if it's, if it's that, you know, um, personal. I mean, I do, know, like, I do know some people that's like that. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I would think that in this case, given that that's the pro probably the fastest, most efficient way to get people the help they need, mm -hmm. you can put your principles aside about like Hubbard and Jeff Bezos for like one time. For one time, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's like, do you have an easier way to get these people water? No. All right then, like. You know, like let's 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 not lose sight of what's important here. You know, not not your principles. What's important is that these people have have an ability to 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 live, man, to get access to an unalienable human right. All right, uh, let's let's move on. We get the point again. the The link is in Trey's Twitter bio. It's an Amazon Smile link. So basically, you click on that, you order the water, it gets sent. Uh, down there to the people of Jackson, Mississippi. Shout out to Trey for for hooking that up. Um, the big news, I guess, is that you were in Philly, Trey. Uh, I was following on in the group chat. You know, you sitting up with Jerv and getting all things lined up, and I'm gonna be here. This and which cheesesteak place do I want to go to? Can I Uber eat it? Da da da. So. Trey, were you, what, you did 24 hours or you just did a day trip? You went down there and left right after? Uh, I did 20 hours to be exact. Okay. So um, I never, you know, I had a friend that was like, yo, Made in America's going on. This is the lineup. 
I got you all access pass if you can just get here. So I'm like, huh, what would be the okay. easiest way? Should I fly? And I always mm -mm. know Jerv's always talking about Amtrak. Uh -huh. So I was like, hmm, let me just get on the train. Or you can do the bus, but I got on the train. Yeah. And I did the train, smooth-ass ride, got me there in an hour 30. Couldn't believe it. Love the East Coast for that. Um, I get there, and I reach out to Jerv. First, I hit the chat. I'm like, yo, Jerv, I'm going to be in the city. I want to tap in. I don't want you to be pressing me like was. Saying, <laughs> oh, you know, you was in my city. You didn't say anything. And then now he has this, like, fake-ass mad attitude with me because <laughs> I didn't tap in or I'm supposed to be his brother, and I didn't do all this other shit. So I knew I had time to spare. The first act doesn't go on to about 2.45, the one I actually wanted to see, which was Babyface Ray. So – I got in 10.30, but Jerb, the responsible father that he is, he had his kid this week, so he still found time in his busy schedule to grab me a Philly cheesesteak, and he delivered oh. it to my hotel. Oh, wow. That's really nice, Jerv. Thank you. I'm, you know, I'm, a nice guy. I'm a nice guy, man. I don't know, man. Like, I, I never got shit delivered to me. <laughs> delivered nothing, you know what I'm that's that's because I don't find out you're in Philly until I look at your fucking Instagram <laughs> handle and I see that you're at the fucking center and I'm like, yo, and you're like, oh shit, I'm out in like 30 minutes. So Dog, yeah, that's I, why, that's I, why I, I did the I did the opposite of what Trey did. I came in, I was there for as long as I needed to be there, and then I got the I literally left. It was halftime of the Lakers Sixers game the night before Kobe died. Mm. And I was yeah, like that's a big one. We did our shit. Okay, cool. Let me go because I got to catch this train back to New York. <laughs> Be back by midnight in New York City. Let's, I didn't even have bags on me, bro. I At was 10. Just, oh, I didn't come with no bags either. I literally just showed up how I came as I, as I was, right? Nigga, how did you brush your teeth? I mean, I had like a tote, like a little small ass. Oh, that's right. I, for, I forgot. That's part of Come that's on, I mean, You know, the tote bag is always <laughs> on my man's side, yo. <laughs> Although he did not have the tote bag with him when he uh, when we really? met up, I was, Bro, it, was I, like, I, it was in my pocket. It was just that small. Well, what's it in your pocket for? Like, see, uh, whatever. Like, I mean, you seen you seen the pants I was wearing though. They're like really. Oh, uh, he had cargo. My man had the baggy cargos. They were no, like uh, utility. So like, are the they bag? Like, really is that bag tray or are you are you like are you on the cutting edge of that coming back? Not or is back. that as back back? It's been back. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I won't fall for it. <laughs> I feel like that's just a banana in the tail by my. So y'all saying this shit cool now? Like, no, nah, it's cool, bro. It was, it was it was straight. So because them shorts and them pants, they all they all they like. Come on, coach. <laughs> they ready to get back in the game. <laughs> so Jerb gives me like the whole rundown, right? Because I've never been to Philly. This is my first time in Philly too. By the really? Way. Oh yeah. wow. So he's like, "Yo, where I was you, shocked where myself. Gonna where you gonna be at?" It's walking distance from the Amtrak. So I mob because I actually wanted to see the city anyway. So I'm walking. I get a little viewpoint. I take a little picture. I tag all my Philly people. Like, check in. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm here. Even though people don't live there no more. I'm just like, I'm here. You know what I'm saying? Niggas and the in funniest LA, person, like, oh, crazy. The, fun, the, the funniest town. person, the funniest person was A.O. Because he's like, why are you there, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> what a like, question. Yeah, it was like, why are you there, nigga? Like, why? Oh, you muted yourself. You muted yourself. My bad. I got too excited. Yeah. I <laughs> on my mouse. 
But he's like, why are you here, nigga? And I was like, made in America. He's like, oh, yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> of course, in AO's fashion, he's just grumpy old man now. So Jer was like, yo, I can, you know, I got a little small window. I can go to De Los Andros and um, grab you a, you know, a cheesesteak. Like, you know, uh, are you not messing with red meat? Or are you doing chicken? He's giving me all the options, right? Just to be like, to get the best experience. I said, Jerb, order it. How niggas is going to market it? Because I know I'm going to talk about this on a pod. And if it's trash, I'm going to kill it, right? Uh-huh. So he shows up. He's downstairs in the lobby waiting. I meet him. You know, I record. Hey, look who it is. Ah, Jerb, you know, typical Jerb smiles. But Jerb. Puts it in the best situation possible. He brings his bag. It has a paper plate. It has condiments. It had ketchup. It had mayo. It had the little spicy mustard. All these type of condiments. And I unravel it. I only left off. I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. I left the 0.5 because it was hella greasy. But was uh-huh. Come on, bro. No, hold on. Wait, not hold a- on. For, for, for the record, let me just make it clear. The one I got you was, was from Larry's. The, oh, the other one Dallas you got Andrews. was from Dallas Andrews. Yeah, Larry's is that's the that's that's Kobe's spot or whatever. That's the West Philly spot. So if you grew up anywhere on West Philly ish, so I got Lower it Marion, you got yours is from Larry's. Yeah, damn. All right, sorry y'all if y'all see me post Dallas Andrews, but still support them. Oh, um, that, that was the same one, huh? That was the same one. I thought somebody came and brought you another cheesesteak from Dallas nah, Andrews. Same one. Oh, yeah, bro. That was from Larry's. <laughs> All right, yo. So I'm false flagging. That was Larry's, but I still like Larry's. It was pretty good. Um, shouts to Jerry bringing that through. So I had my experience. It also kind of reminded me of chopped cheese, except it's not the same shit. Feel me? Cool. Whatever. Whatever y'all want to brag on. Good. Chopped cheese, chop so cheese you- reminds you of a cheesesteak, brother. That's that's the proper way to say it. Sure. I mean, it's just, it's just Subway to me in my head. Subway. Damn, this nigga said Subway. <laughs> no, bro, not Subway. I mean, not. look, it's on a bread. Like, that's what we eat, bro. We ain't, you know, we ain't eating that shit back west. So um, it was good. The spices, you know, they seasoned it really well. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, and that was it. Adaptive Jerv. Jerv had to slide. So, okay, hold on. But, like, I, I'm still stuck on you saying, oh, but it, it's greasy. Nigga, it's a cheesesteak. It's supposed to be greasy. If it ain't greasy, I don't know. Then there's some nah. Yeah. That's that, I mean, we that don't eat that shit over. We don't eat that back at the crib. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's nobody trying to impersonate me. Dog, like, you that's like saying I, I got sushi. It was a nine and a half out of ten, but the half all because it smelled kind of fishy. Nigga, that's what that's what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you think is. is a rather grease greasy item. It's I mean, uh, sure. It's, that's like, th- there's no such thing as a non-greasy cheesesteak. If you have one, it's dry as fuck, and it's going to be trash. The yeah, greasy. like, look, and I if you remember that, that Will Smith, what was it, the uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air episode, they extremely exaggerated, but when, uh, when, when uh, what's his name, Don Cheadle came from Philly yeah. or whatever, he bought him yeah, the cheesesteak, yeah. and the bag was damn near see-through, see-through or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's an exaggeration, but yeah, 100%. Like, if, if somebody brings you a cheesesteak, and it's not, like, somewhat greasy or whatever... Just throw the whole shit away, bro. That's mm-hmm. not a that's not a that's not a cheesesteak. Again, this is something I don't consume <laughs> as greasy foods anymore in at my at my age now. You know what I'm saying? Like I, yeah, I don't live, live a little, nigga. Live a little, all right. <laughs> I, bro, I've, 
You talk about a nigga who ate chili cheese pastrami fries back in the day and, <laughs> and played a full fucking basketball game. Pastrami's trash. I hate pastrami, yo. Hold on, let me, brother, let me get you some of these right here. <laughs> Sponsored by Zantac. <laughs> Your boys on the pills. <laughs> so yeah, I've you know I've always been eating like them crazy shits, patty melts that been greasy, all kind of shit, right? So. It just threw me off because it's, you know, but overall was good. Jervin's up leaving. Um, I end up going with my pass. And first act I see is Babyface Ray. Surrounded by all these white kids. They don't know who Babyface Ray is. They're only here to see Tyler, the creator. Nigga, I don't know who Babyface Ray is. I'm sorry. It's from Detroit. It's from Detroit. Okay. Right? We're not going to make this about white people. <laughs> no, but I will say this, right? He is a hot rapper, not the best rapper. So we separate hot from best. What's his big? What's his big single? Like paperwork, what's his paperwork party? Like Hove has him on, and that's a thing. I don't know if fucking Hove know these niggas because Hove be putting these niggas on a playlist, and he's all on that shit. He's like five songs, and I'm like, oh okay, Hove listens to actually Babyface Ray, cool, and. I'm like Babyface Ray is one pop feature from actually going into the mainstream. Like somebody's gonna throw him on a track that doesn't make sense, and he's still gonna be talking about his bullshit. But like the labels are gonna probably be label mates and just put him on a track. Like the so baby is doing leap or some shit. You feel yeah, me? Yeah, I mean this track has Jack Harlow on. It. I don't know if Jack Harlow is big enough in his own right for him to start putting other people. Like, is that enough for? for I think they're kind of like. Obviously, Jack Harlow is a bigger artist, but I think they came up at the same time. And, like, people are slowly – like, the hood know Ray because Ray be talking about – Ray going to take responsibility for everybody wearing gallery department. You know what I'm saying? The, the clothing brand. So he like, yeah, you know, gallery department. Ga ga gallery department. Like, he – one of them one of them dudes that just already feel like, you know, he established in the streets. But Yo, for him to be put more a festival – Yes. Oh, okay. I, I mean, heard. but gallery, gallery departments are like clothing line. No, no, no. I, I know the clothing no, no, line. Yeah, but he the nigga that influenced a lot of motherfuckers for wearing it. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, long story short, <clears throat> these kids don't know. I'm hype. But they're like kind of, you know, and that's the funny thing about it. they. I think they catch the YouTube algorithm like, oh, I think I know this song. Because they did the same yeah. thing with Larry June, right? Larry June's performing. <laughs> He's trying to turn up. He like, yeah, I'm from a little place called Tracy, California. Da 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 da. And motherfuckers just looking like, and I'm the only person. It's probably me and like seven other black people going crazy for this shit, right? So then, Yo, Smoothies in 1991 comes on, and then everybody real, runs to the stage. So they real, only real know quick, those one songs. Real quick, I uh, so I just pulled up Paperwork Party for a little bit. This nigga got maybe I'm just old, but this one I, I don't like those flows where the guys kind of sound off Sleepy. rhythm. Mm-hmm. Not sleepy off rhythm. Yeah, like it's not. It's, that's no, it's that's not Detroit, Silk the Shocker. That's Detroit rap. Not Silk the, Silk the Shocker was all over the place. This the, is like almost the beat is off, fast. The, yeah, like he's faster than the beat. Like oh, he okay. rhyming that's a little De- faster. That's Detroit rap in general, except Bodie James. Bodie James is the only one who be like, "Where we at?" Like he sounds. I fuck, really, I fuck with Bodie. Bodie hard though, but Bodie got like Alchemist beats. He got right. beats that's like. With the horns and shit, and he's trying to talk that you know. I had to, I, I looked out my Cartier and then I shot him. Like, that's how Bodie a rap. Bodie say some shit like that. Ray, Baby Tron, uh, T Grizzly, 
Them niggas mm, all yeah. got heard, them niggas yeah. got very <laughs> <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> Jeremy's like me. I'm like, I know that one. I feel like <laughs> Captain America. I got that reference. <laughs> so, so you know those, those very fast BPMs, that's what Detroit rappers rap on. They the beat be going in fast and they just be talking. And yeah, like it sounds like they're talking instead of rapping. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they saying uh-huh. some shit. They saying some cool shit. It's not yeah. bars. It's just yeah. shit. It's just like yeah. it's lifestyle. Right? I guess. I guess. I guess. Like to me, you know, when I think of new, new rappers, new mm-hmm. new hip hop, not like and not like, not like. Not like niggas like Griselda that like rhyme, even though they're newer, they rhyme like our generation. When I think about new generation, like it comes down to like three different, maybe it's more, but like to me in my mind, there's three different style patterns, right? There's the the Migos, like right? Then there's like the Kodak, right? And then there's like this shit where it sounds like a nigga just talking. Mm-hmm. That is by far my least favorite. Like, I'm like, I, yo. I, I, yeah, and I'm sure. I need, I need, I need you to ride that beat. Pause if necessary. I need you to ride that beat. And it was such a, it's such a, I mean, obviously you never want to just show up and be a fan and actually watch other performers. But I think it would have been helpful for guys like Larry June and Babyface Ray to watch a Pusha T. Because Pusha T was like a performer. Like, the nigga knows how to, all right, bong. Right. Okay, I'm yeah. going to walk over here. Bong. Okay, I'm yeah. not going to rap. I'm going to let y'all sing. Yeah, okay, yeah, And then yeah. I'm going to do this. They haven't got that cadence yet. What They're time were they used- on? I'm sorry. What three, time were they three, on? Three. Like, 245. That's, that's generally, that's fest, at festival times, that's the time where it's like, all right. It's spotty. You know. Yeah, yeah. You got the My, kids still trying to go get their food. People yeah. trying to buy their alcohol, and then you got like maybe a hundred and twenty to three forty in those little pockets of area. And like again, not saying that they really weren't fucking with it. They just don't know the music. This shit was predominantly white, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And I'm looking around, and I'm like, I'm by far one of the oldest people here, right? And if yep. there were adults, they were like young adults, so they're like 24 to 27, right? And I'm just like really just trying to enjoy myself, right? But you got two different stages diagonal, and you got this big, large area. And then you got one of the like smaller artists performing at the beginning of the general admission. Like that shit only holds maybe 500 people, you know? Um but then you get into, you know, you get to the, the mega stars where you got Lil Uzi Vert from Philly. Mm-hmm. Uzi is doing some shit where he got two Lambos on the set. He's screaming. Yeah. Lights is different. You know what I'm saying? The money's actually invested into that shit. And he really like, I got a 45 minute set. Then the, the main act is Tyler, the creator. Where you can't even, fuck. it's a sea of people. It's a sea of people. I'm just like, I'm going to just watch from the fucking monitor because I'm not about to do it. I'm not about to be in that for one. It's not enjoyable being shoulder to shoulder with somebody. And cool. I've seen this man perform about five times now in his 10 year career. You know what I'm saying? And obviously the budget's getting up. I don't even know what type of bag he getting for that at this particular time to be a headliner. So um, overall experience being at a festival from 11.30 a.m. to 11.30 at night was very taxing. I didn't like my choice of shoes. Um, 
I didn't like that there's Wait, what'd you wear? I wore some slip on vans, right? Okay. And but not I'm good festival I'm, shoes? I'm, no, I'm flat footed. And it's not about comfort because I use shit, but I walked, I looked at my health app uh -huh. at 24,000 steps walked. Yeah, man. That's I mean, so that's festival like, life, bro. And it's like, oh, I'm yes. trying to go watch him. I'm trying to watch him. Okay, I'm yeah. watching him. I'm hungry. I got to go pee. I got You look at nine yeah. hours of walking. There's no benches. People are laying on the grass. Nope. People yep. are drunk. There's yep. a line for everything. I, luckily, I had a you know a pass, so I could skip through a lot of shit. Yeah, but dude, I like day, Dreamville Fest. I was like, I don't know what I would do without this wristband. <laughs> I would be like, I would just give up, man, because it's just so everything is everything is a weight. Everything is a million people, unless you got access to get to like shorter lines or areas where you know it's it's a little bit exclusive or yeah i could get to a part where there was a little air condition there's a chair oh i ain't air you know like two hours i'm chilling like yeah because you know they had those little lounges for yeah. like talent yeah. and friends yeah, and yeah, shit. Yeah, so yeah. i'll just be uh, in there like all right cool i'm gonna pop back out and i'll pop back out like oh, i really wanted to check out jid jid performed at 515 i'm like all right you know cool and then all right Tori moi's performing and then such and such so i was like i mean like overall i thought the festival in general, that was my very first festival and my last festival. Um, I enjoyed it, but I'm just too old for that shit. You you know what's you know what's funny? I did the I told you, you know, we talked about this. I did the I did the very first Made in America. Yeah. And um my that was my first festival, also, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that was my first festival also. And I was out there, I got out there probably a little later than you. I want to say I got out there around like two because uh, what's Rick Ross's group? What was what were they? What was not not slip and slip and slide, but the, the Maybach music. Maybach, yeah. No, no, Maybach music. No, no, oh, Maybach music. MMG, MMG. Yeah, MM, when MMG was just they had just dropped their first album, so Staley was there. Meek, you know what I'm saying? But like, I just like you, that was this was I wanted to see them, but it was. Wild watching Rick Ross, who I, who at this point in time was becoming Rick Ross, like you know the one of the yeah. top dudes in the game, but he sucked as a as a mm. as a as a festival performer because it's right. a big difference, like festival performing and event, like a uh, um a, a a place that you perform outside of like an arena. Right, it's, it's really different. It is very different. And you know, I saw him, and then I saw. Hell, I'm not even gonna say Hove, like you know what I mean, because Hove is Hove, and Ye was with him, and Ye is Ye. But like watching D'Angelo, like this is when D'Angelo first popped back up on the scene. But D'Angelo had festival the album, yeah, and he tried, yo, he debuted the song at the thing, and everybody was just like, yo, that's what's up, play Brown Sugar, like we, yo, we, yo, we haven't, but that's what we haven't seen you in 10, 15 years. But that was, I mean, whether they seen you or not, that's what it was. You cannot debut B sides. You can day not. You can't de debut new songs unless you're like the headline, right? Because at the end of the day, you look at it in a situation. Larry June had all these hits, and I'm like, I'm happy for him because I've seen him. I mean, at a hole in a wall in fucking um, fucking downtown Phoenix, bro. Like he performed at a strip club for like fifteen dollars. Like for real, fifteen dollar admissions. Like Larry June did this, right? And this was 2019. Uh, so I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, I love the growth in like three years that you're doing a festival, but then you can't do B-sides. I'm like, 
I think you're yeah. kind of fooled. I think you're kind of fooled with LA and New York knowing you, but Philly don't know you. That's, not- but it's, but but Trey, that you know what that is? That's like the strength of the team around him. Yeah. Right. Like that's your team. Got to be like, yo, this is your. I'm assuming it's his first festival. I think he did like Rolling Loud or something like that. But like either way, like you still you let me put this way, you still want them early acts on a festival but, day. But also, Rolling Louds are major cities. They're like LA, but 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 Miami. it's but but beyond that, beyond that, Trey. Mm-hmm. If you're doing a festival and you're, so you're a major city, just by you're early, yeah, I'm, I'm not, okay. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like when you're an artist and you're creating things. You're going to pop on the two major cities like LA and New York, radio wise. Uh, like when you to start me, to trickle but, down to DC, Philly, those but, but pockets, Trey, you hit everything. Like Kendrick could shit. do any show, I, but, I, that but, type of shit. but Kendrick, but Kendrick can do that show. I don't think it has. It's not because of the cities or whatever. It's because Kendrick has a catalog. Right, like, but that's what Cole, I'm saying. But I'm just saying, Cole has a catalog. He can right. do this shit and be like, you know what? I'm gonna do shit from the warm up, and know there are gonna be people here that fucking remember those songs and know those songs. This is a case of an artist. You're not there yet, bro. You still gotta familiarize people and, and, with who the fuck you why, are. And that's why I'm saying that Philly don't know who the fuck he is. But that's but I'm saying like at any festival, like if it's not your show, like literally, like I'm playing celebrity theater or whatever then you gotta always approach like if you like if you were on tour and he's opening let's say uh he opens for i don't know who the fuck you know whatever uh like kendrick let's say kendrick's next tour whatever he's opening on it right nigga you opening you got like three songs at that you gotta give them your fucking the shit that everyone's gonna know and feel good about because otherwise, you rapping the six niggas in the front wearing backpacks and shit, man. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy because I looked at it like the songs that he did choose in certain cities, they would fuck with it. Because I watched him do, uh, what's the shit, Pier 17? Sold that out in New York and did that. Performing well, that same se- set. Pier 17, saying- 17 holds like 40 people. No, it don't. That fucking rooftop shit? Yeah. It's not that big, bro. Bro, I just I seen uh and I'm embarrassed to say this. I seen Machine Gun Kelly do this shit. <laughs> uh, excuse me, you uh um, yes. you saw who and Don, and, and Don Tolliver. It's that, no no Don Tolliver is all you saw no, Machine <laughs> Gun Kelly. Yes, yes. Uh, hold on, we just not can we, how did, how does this come about? Like hey, we're just not no gonna breeze past that. Hey, we're no redirect around here, Trey. Like, <laughs> like you just not gonna drop that in. You should have like, oh, just said Don Tolliver and then we're gonna <laughs> So I um I seen him with my clients with Budweiser. It was a work thing. They made me do it. To the job right under the bus. You know what's crazy? But you know what's crazy? I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I thought I would. I went in. I went in hating it. Like, nah, I wasn't gonna have a good time. He he. He's rock and roll now, right? Or alternative or whatever they call it. But I was more shocked hearing his rap songs that he had with other artists that I didn't know. Because again, if you don't, I'll be honest, I only want no one song, bro. That nigga be winning awards and all kind of shit, but it was, I know, but I just know what I'm seeing the amount of black people in this crowd. I'm like, (laughs) niggas, niggas paying for this. This is like, (laughs) 
I know, yo, I know, I see that look at Trey's face. You don't say that shit out loud, but you can just see it in his face, like, <laughs> looking I mean, around I mean, and shit. If I had to look, it was to a point where I'm like, okay, cool, I get it. This motherfucker is filled up with people. But I had to Google Ticketmaster. I said, he getting How this? How much? 207. 207. No. 207. What? No. 207,000? I mean, no. no 207. Oh. A pop. He's talking about Oh, oh. $200 to see, to see Machine Gun Kelly? Exactly, motherfucker. Was, that, was there any other acts? No, just him. Bro, I paid two. I had to. I paid damn near two hundred to see. Was Kendrick. Megan Fox? Was Megan Fox there busting it wide open? So I, mean, I might pay. I might pay. This is. I mean, this is why I said, "Nigga, what? Huh?" And my shit was free. My shit was free, and I'm still mad. My shit was free, and I was mad. I'm like, this nigga getting this? You know what I'm saying? And motherfuckers in there passing out. Not like on some Michael Jackson shit. They just getting after it. They just right, drinking right. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Niggas get carried out. Like, excuse me. I'm like, damn. Those those aren't breath mints. They're popping. But to get back, but to get back on the standpoint of like, yes, artists do need to know, um, to perform the hits first. Go. Yeah. I, I just I'm I'm mentoring Huey Brish right now, and I'm talking to him about shit. I said, bro, you're not there yet to be performing any new shit. Look at your streaming shit, top songs. Yep. And perform them five. Yep. Yeah. Until until you make it, perform them yep. five that niggas can actually. All right, I know that one, because that's how it was. Because Larry at the June, end of the day, Trey, like mm-hmm. at this stage, these guys are still guests of someone else's. It ain't your house yet. It's you're a guest in the house. Like when it's your house, then you can start. Like I'm gonna start doing. I'll do this. I'll do that. But until then, man, like again, it's it. Your mission is to is to blow up, man, and you can't blow was, up. It was so crazy. Even Stan, he went through four songs, and until Smoothies in 1991 came on, that's when the kids turned around and start running towards the stage. The same thing would happen with Babyface Ray. The kids didn't start running to the stage till they heard Paperwork Party. The same thing, Tori Moak, who's one of my favorite artists. He performed his latest album. Nobody knows that until he performed a song that they knew. So again, you have to perform these songs that they know. Even Pusha was losing kids because everybody's like, oh, Kodak Black is about to ha- come up. I wanted to ask you about that. What did they say about that? Because I just saw it on the gram. He did, did he not perform? Oh, so, so I left. So Push ended at five minutes before Kodak was supposed to start. So everybody okay. started to make their way. It's a sea of kids, sea of people. And I'm like, Oh, this nigga got this shit looking like college football, right? <laughs> but his DJ comes on. Shh. Make some noise if you white. Make some noise if uh you ain't got no ass, but you got fat pussy. All right, I'm going to play this song. All right, I'm going to play this. He had 45-minute set. The DJ should not have a 45-minute set. Wait, the DJ had a 45-minute set? He was not supposed to have this. It was supposed to be a warm-up of like maybe five to ten. Yeah, man. Niggas is waiting, but they're patient. See a people. They're patient. They just ready to see Yak. Then all of a sudden you see 
Kodak Black do, 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 will not be performing. They start throwing shit. Kids getting hot. I was out the mix by then because I knew he wasn't going, you know, I had got like a little birdie, like he not about to perform. Somebody heard me talking on the phone was like, wait, what? <laughs> and then they really turned up. It wasn't just him, though. Key Glock, same situation. No show. You know what I'm saying? Can't, can't so, be late, dog. I and told you that. And it's on time. I told you that. I was like, yo, I've been to a couple festivals, and a lot of the festivals get on CP time. But this one right here, bro, mm-mm. if that act say is going to be on at 245, maybe not 245, but by 250, the act is on. That's that's the best shit about Dreamville, man. The niggas don't fuck around with that shit. Not on the tour, not on the festival. Time is a time, and like, and if if your if you late, your shit gets cut. And if we're late, as a result of you being late, that shit comes out of your check, because you know everything is fucking mm. over. The overages are crazy because everyone's union in all of these uh, settings. So, um, but oh yeah, especially uh, we talk. We're- Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep, free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then, it's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at butcherbox.com slash dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. I, I got a question for you guys. Like We were talking before we started recording about uh, Troy's got a buddy who's like dabbling in music. This isn't his career, but he just decided he want to do this shit. Like he want to try doing this shit. I guess not not for a career, but just for fun. When your homeboy, who is not like not a rapper by trade or by like this is what I'm gonna do, like says, "Hey man, check my shit." How do you respond? Jerv, let me start with you because I can see it in your face. You already- <laughs> um, I hate when my friends try music. I just, I don't like it because I don't, I know nine times out of 10, you guys have a good feel of how I, how I feel about stuff. And um, I, I already think it's, I already think that it's, it's trash before I hit play. Like yeah. I, I like, I That's know right. it's not good. Right. Like I just know it's not good. And then when you back that up and 
make it make me right puts me in this awkward position because I understand that this is something, you know, that you want to do or you're having fun with. But, you know, I don't want to tell. I got a homie that, DJ, that, that that bought DJ equipment, not necessarily rapping, but it's DJ equipment. He mm-hmm. bought DJ equipment and he's like, yo, I'm about to DJ. I'm about to, you know, I'm about to practice this. So he practices. Right. And he sends he sends me um like sets or whatever that he does. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. If you if you want my honest opinion, I got to give it to you. It's not good, bro. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just not good. Like, that sounded terrible. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It's it's not good. So I got like, oh, did I freeze? Or did, No, all right. Yo, so I, was, I have like the most famous example of this of all time. Where fucking my cousin said, hey, man, listen, uh, you, you know, uh, Jermaine raps, right? I'm like, a word? And then I listen to like, yo, this shit is great. Don't quit your day job, nigga. Like, stay in school. I, I, I said that about J. Cole. That's my... <laughs> I, the, yo, I, li- I said this shit was fire. This shit was fire. But I was just like, yo, who's a rapper? Who out here actually rapping for a living? <laughs> so, all right, nigga, stay in school. Get, a, get an education. So I, like, that's, that's one of my most infamous ones. But I'm going to be honest with you, man. Most of the time, I just don't listen to it. Like, if it gets sent in a group chat, I ignore it. If, like, I get tagged, I'm like, all right, I'll like it. But then I'm not, I don't listen to it, man, because I don't know what it is, man. I think maybe, you know, it's funny. Am I a hater? I don't know. Like, I just, like, Trey with your buddy, man, like, I would, like, the only reason I would listen to it literally is to be like Derv. But, even a worse version of Jerv. Like Jerv is just giving an honest opinion. I listen to this shit the clown. Because <laughs> I've had that shit before. Like Bossa Nova, please. Right here. Mm-hmm. Okay, y'all remember he played it and I was like, oh word, okay, da da da. And literally, I took that shit and I fucking sent it. Like, I fucking uploaded it and sent it to all the homies. Uh, and we're black. So, yeah. So, like, I, I've had this experience before of having to sit in a car and listen to this shit and be like, uh-huh. And literally just turned around and, like, made jokes, man. Like, we just we just <laughs> fucking laughed about that shit. Uh but Trey, I feel like Trey's more open-minded than either me or Jerv. Like, Trey's going to give everything um, a chance. That is correct. Anything in life in general. If you want to be a dinner, Trey, if Jerv, if Jerv, at the end of this shit, by the way, Trey, I want you to check this out. Send you the SoundCloud of Big Jerv. The fucking <laughs> freestyling over all Philly beats. Over the what we do but, is wrong. <laughs> the flip side. <laughs> and then fucking... Uh, Osino, Oskino, and Sparks and shit like <laughs> better love, like all this shit. Nigga just does the whole Philly freestyle shit. Trey, the link is I there. It's in, it's in the bomb chat. It's in the bomb no, chat. A, the link is there. So, so, so I'm gonna actually listen to it, but I don't think I can take Jerv serious. Just if if I could remove the seriousness from it, I think it would be that way because I don't think he would ever do it just because I know his personality. But if I was in hypothetical situation, yes, I would listen to it. Now, I used to tell him, I'm sure you did, but it didn't work out. 
Yo, what if Joe was nice too? <laughs> like fucking. I mean, I, 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 I mean, I mean, I would support it. I mean, I'm listen. What if it was I, nice, but it was nice like in a fucking 2002 style? Like, look, <laughs> I mean, look again. If he want to do like, it, would, I'm gonna support yeah, him. You would tell like me, this is the thing. You I wouldn't say like Derb. Nobody, nobody listening to no, no nah, raps I would, like this. I wouldn't no do him like that. No, no, because no, because I get approached with that shit. Think about this. The same way how you felt about Cole. Kendrick, I would see them like all the time. I, you know, Compton is if you don't gangbang, you rap. That's crazy. <laughs> forget, yo, it's just funny. I just fucking thought about it. If you don't gangbang, it's like seven of us, nigga. Like, just, <laughs> like you, you gotta know each. Oh, that's the other nigga that don't gangbang. <laughs> it's a, it's a lot, bro. Because the non niggas ain't for one. Ooh. For one, niggas don't make it like professionally. We got a handful of niggas cool to do sports, but rap, it's it's like a million ways to tell your story. So niggas be, hey, I'm really nice. Like I remember the the, the wildest shit I probably ever raised my eyebrow at was Soundwave. When Soundwave was like, yeah, I make beats from uh, TD. Yeah, we we went to high school together. I'm oh, for real? Nigga. Yeah, I'm like, you make beats, nigga? What? <laughs> Like that shit even sound. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the worst shit ever when you see them niggas like fucking blow up. It's like, like oh shit, man. <laughs> like I like I, I can never shake that initial interaction of like. But the, but the thing, the thing was wasn't like like a dismissive, but it just sounded surprise. It's a surprise, they, like cause you like I didn't know, like. <laughs> but one, niggas don't got computers, so for you to be the only nigga that got a computer. Oh, this nigga's special. Yeah. He got a fucking you computer doing, and shit. You really, you really serious about the shit. It's not like, oh, you're not going to make it, but you got a computer, nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I had everything yeah. as a kid. I never asked for a fucking computer. Like, <laughs> just, like, like this the ignorant that, ass nigga, like, a comp- <laughs> I ain't no fucking nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> I mean, that's the biggest giveaway right there. Nigga got a fucking, I went over to this nigga house. Yeah, he got Jordan, but that nigga got a fucking computer in his house. Nigga, what the fuck? <laughs> Of course he gonna go to college, that nerd ass nigga. <laughs> That's crazy. Realistically, I mean, it'd be so many niggas from around my way that tried to rap. I just was so shy about it because I tried to rap like everybody yeah. did, man. Everybody, everybody had that. Yeah, everybody yeah, had that phase. Like, let me try this. I had, shit. I had that point, but I was so shy about like, I, nigga, I used to have anxiety about remembering my songs, like. I had like this page. Nigga, that was your anxiety? No, because the thing was, I didn't know, for one, I didn't know how to like break up the bar. So nigga doing like fucking 50, 60 bars, nigga. Don't know hook, nothing. You just writing shit. And you just like, I don't read it off this paper. What was, hold on, hold on before you go. Jer, what was your biggest flaw as a rapper? I just wasn't good. Like, it's just, I just, but like, what what was the shit that made you not good? Um, the bars weren't there. Uh, I couldn't really hold the beat. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean. I, yeah. I I had one flow, and I could never shake it. And niggas kept telling me, yo, man, like, you got to switch that shit up. I'm like, what? I am switching it. like, nah, nigga, you rap in the same way. And it was always like, dun 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 Like, that's how. Like, I what was that? I'll never forget, like. Of all this shit, is one line that stuck with me for like shit. What is that? Like twenty five years now? Mm-hmm. Shit. Uh, 
I something something tati tati I jack beats like Puffy. I get bitches wide out like OJ McDuffie. But it was just like I get bitches wide out like OJ McDuffie. But my entire shit was like that. Like it wasn't like and and then get into like the actual flow. Like no, that was my flow. Fucking trash. To be fair, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you credit for rhyming. Puffy with OJ McDuffie. Dog, I was no like because well, when, when, when you make fucking wax jokes, when you make jokes all the time and you roast niggas and shit, you like there's a creativity in there, right? Like mm-hmm. you know, I, like there, like I'm sure there's a creativity that is. I'm gonna tell you why. Like, okay, so this is this is getting deep in the weeds. Me and my cousin Proof and and Boss and all of us at the same like. We used to make these like whack jokes, like just the whacker the better. The, like I guess people call them dad jokes, but like this shit is even whacker than a dad joke. And <laughs> there was they had a family member who came and visited one summer, and one of them she was like fucking awful at making these whack jokes, but she didn't realize that they were whack. She thought she was funny, and so we was dying because this shit was so whack, and we named it Wackadoo. We call that shit. Oh, she made a wackadoo. We call her Princess Wackadoo because all her jokes is whack. But then after she left in the summer, niggas just kept doing that shit and kept deeper and deeper, worse and worse with that shit. Like just no matter what, like niggas would be talking and a nigga would make a whack joke about it. And like some shit like, what's what's? I'll give you. Okay, so the shit kept spreading. So now all the niggas in Dreamville do that shit now, right? Like fucking Cole will do that shit every once in a while. This nigga, y'all know Omen, right? Omen is the fucking like we get scared sometimes that this nigga doesn't know how to talk anymore. <laughs> Omen literally just communicate. So I'm gonna give you a great example. It's from Dreamville Fest. The first day we all got in town, we all said, Oh, let's go out and get lunch. Where are we going? We're going to this food court. But like 12 of us was there. And my homie Mark was telling a story about like, yo, when uh, we was went to this party and they didn't have him we no Casamigos, and so I had to go grab the Casamigos or whatever. And Omen just sitting there like stroking his chin. I'm like, and he's like, yo, I got a question. Said, yo, so like, what was it about like the homie house that y'all didn't have? Like that that y'all weren't welcome or what? We're like, what? What are you talking about? Like, Casa Amigos. And we're like, this. (laughs) That's how he does this shit. He always does this shit with a question to make it seem like he's interested in the conversation. He's not. He just wants to make these fucking jokes. But it's like proof That's was the one that dad joke. Dog, it's he's and it's gotten worse since he's become an actual dad. Like, but proof was the one that told me he's like, if you think about it, every fucking rapper punchline is a whack fucking joke. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Like, that's a whack joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you're right. It's it's like get it. Cause you want somebody yeah, to get it. Exactly. Exactly. Get exactly. It, <laughs> oh, y'all niggas ain't. Remember how Cassidy did that shit? Niggas was like, ah, oh, he kept trying. Yeah. It's when, like, yeah. <laughs> when he's doing the, was the fucking battle, right? That shit was. Yeah. Like, and niggas is that like, Philadelphia's native son, Cassidy? Yes. He's uh he he's definitely from Philadelphia, yes. Okay. I was waiting for you to say he's from Bryn Mawr or some shit like no, that. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna do Cassidy like that. Cassidy is hundred percent from Philly. But yeah, long story short, I think he's uptown. Um, now have A and R the project and and trust my ear a little bit. 
Um, yeah, no, nah, I be letting niggas know if shit whack, but I also make niggas fix shit. So to that point, you gotta write a book, bro. This nigga Trey, I'm telling you, man. Like, yo, you just be so casually, just be, oh, yeah, you know. Yo, this nigga Trey has lived a life, and it's kind of weird. Trey, you're the only other person I know other than me who can say, like, I've lived multiple ass lives. This nigga Trey been been an athlete, been an educator, been a, <laughs> an A&R, been uh, an advertising, been a podcaster, been a sports writer. Like, this thing has lived multiple full-ass lives. It's like, okay, that's one life, one life, one life, one life, one life, yo, man. It's fucking, it's truly, yo, one day you're going to have a life story, uh, like a biopic or some shit. That shit would be funny. I'm gonna. Just, I want. Yeah, I want to. Don't have no nut ass nigga me, play me when we do the podcast. I was gonna say. Either, I was gonna say. I want to make sure he's. Hey, starring Jeffrey Wright as. Big <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that would be amazing. I can just see it now. Yo, I'm about to tweet that just randomly right now. Picture if like if you know, you know. Hey, coming soon. Coming, coming soon. soon to a theater, near, to a streaming service near you. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, I just I, I just got hope in a lot of niggas. I believe I don't uh, like the dream kill. No, nah, I, I want to know this shit. Trey, who plays Trey? Uh, Oop. Jackie Oop. Long. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> who plays me? <laughs> I don't know. You get to pick the up from no nah, the home the Bill Bellamy. From, uh, <laughs> Wow, that's Look better than what I was gonna say. What were you gonna say? What were you gonna say, Jerm? Uh, what's that show that used to come on NBC? Um, Parks and Recreation. Uh-huh. Oh, uh huh. Aziz. <laughs> come on, man. That nigga ain't even black. Come on, man. Nah, you you bugging. You bugging, but at the same time, hey, let's go to power, man. No, hold on. At the same time, I'm not mad at it because Aziz is funny as fuck. So I, I would allow it. You know who I thought he was going to say? I swear to God, because some nigga said this shit to me one time, and this shit stuck with me forever. It was in my feelings. Nigga said, fucking, ju- the, the nigga that played Juana, man. Miguel <laughs> Nunez. God, I got so heated. I was like, this nigga doesn't look nothing like me. Oh, my God. It's just head shaping the hair, bro. <laughs> Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> legend. Shout out to the legend. But, yo, yeah, nah, that nigga's not playing. Oh, my Juana. God. You want to make still one of the fucking wildest movies I've paid for. <laughs> I went no, to the fucking theater no, to see you Juana, to, man. No, they used oh to play gosh. that shit on TV all the time. Oh, my God. All the time. Like, every weekend, that shit would be on Comedy Central. I'm like, I guess we're watching Juana, man, again. You, it's always yeah. an uh, in-flight that, movie, too, that you that can That shit can too. never be played ever. As, there you go, Jerem. <laughs> there you go, Jerem. Arnold from fucking Westworld. <laughs> Yo, power, bro. We're over time, bro. Okay. Oh shit. All right. Power. All right. So, oh man, these <laughs> niggas in power, man. What the fuck? So I don't even know where to start. First of all, the niggas get they're trying to sell the drugs in in Newark now. They're trying to expand in Newark. Truck get pulled over. They fuck up the truck driver. Italians do. So they're like, yo, send the word. We wanna we gonna meet. These niggas don't meet like at a place. The niggas meet in a parking lot. I'm like. The fuck is happening here? They bring like 19 niggas. They roll deep like the Wu Tang. 
The motherfuckers come with Rock and her two brothers. That's it? Man, they could have fucked y'all up right then and there. Could have laid them out. No shooters, who, no nothing. And and the same thing, if they do that, who's going who's that was the a po- that was a that was a power moment. Super power moment. Like, yo, if they laid them out right there, who do, it's not like if you like if it was the opposite, if Rock showed up with 19 niggas and there's only three Italians and then they kill him. Then it's like you got to answer because the mob is a whole structure. There's there's a lieutenant and you know, the lieutenant is an un, da da da. And like they got all this stuff. And even then, beyond that, they got the other families that like might cooperate or whatever. I'm like yo, you you can't take out a made man. That shit is da da da. These niggas just show up solo. Da-da. Like yo, if you get killed, no one's fucking like. It's not like Unique is gonna come fucking avenge your death, right? You done. It's a wrap. So it's like. I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Then, not only that, I mean, them niggas have a point, right? Like, I, I hate to be the guy that sides with the white people over the black people. Like, he's kind of got a point. Like, we don't come sell shit in your in your fucking territory without permission. You don't come into ours. And if you come into ours, like, we're gonna get we gonna get a taste. The niggas, I thought the niggas were gonna say no. They didn't even say no. They were like, yeah, you could do it. You gotta give us a cut of the action. Which is the price of doing business in most organized crime? This bitch gonna rip like considered rip it up. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then she's like, oh, oh, Lou, you a bitch. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are they yo, doing? Yo, yo, who told you you could speak for me? Hey, I, no, I, that I get. Him, that part I get. Call, that that's some bullshit. When she called them noodle niggas, I laughed. Yeah, like I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, I, I get it when she said like, yo, you don't speak for me. But okay, that's that's fucking one thing. She's been establishing her dominance over these last couple of episodes too. Yeah. But, but it's, it's got to mean something. No, she about to get up out of here. But you think Rock about to die soon? Soon. Not a prediction. Because it's gonna be on some shit where she gonna for one. Well, no, I think. You know, eventually she gonna die towards the end. I mean, she got to at the end of the show, or maybe at some think, point in the show. I don't think at some point in the show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where Kane's adult and he's doing all his shit now, because apparently um, they're going. You Yo, know, him, real him quick, Boston, start doing real, together. real quick, Bossa Nova. It doesn't even need to be Bossa Nova. Just cut this out of the show. But all right, sorry about that. Go back, and we're black. But yeah, nah, at the end of the day, it definitely was the most powerific shit. Um no, Dog, that was that wasn't even I haven't even gotten to the most powerific shit. There's more. Go ahead, Jer. I'ma say uh the most powerific shit was uh when Kanan opens the door and the mom and the daughter are there, and the daughter and is they're clearly both bad as fuck. They're they're both bad, right? The, the the daughter is clearly letting Kanan know he can have it, and the mom is clearly letting Kanan know he can't have it. <laughs> like, in what world does a mom look at what's going on in that apartment right there and say, "Okay, you can stay for a little bit"? <laughs> okay, here we go. You you let me count. Let me count the powerific things. Powerific thing number one. Oh, uh, there's a noise. There's hey, y'all are noisy. Let me bring my fucking daughter with me to this door. Power thing number two. Neither of us are dressed dressed in house clothes. We out. We ready to go out. Power thing number three. 
they in room 407 or apartment 407 it said miss jenkins whatever her name is in 406 who's next fucking door at least right across the hall either or she gonna complain but we heard it from 402 power thing oh i'm not power thing number four okay let's get past all that shit like you said a mom will go look in there and be like okay you can hang out for a little bit shit smoking weed and niggas is drinking in there right power thing number five after she lets her daughter go in there she fucking takes the pussy and just randy johnson throws that shit at, at canaan like get that shit take off is Cannon in high school yet? Like, where is he? Yes, these niggas are in high school. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I would say, nigga, that nigga a big ass eighth grader. If you thinking that jerk? No, I'm just wondering, like, what grade he's in high school? Because that's just a whole nother. Like, that's just he crazy. Probably, he probably like 11th grade. That nigga went to fucking a whole nother state for the summer. Well, what else? Tommy and Ghost gonna show up then? No. Oh no, but like Tommy and Ghost are like they're younger. Remember, they the little. They the little little. Oh, uh, I thought they were all Kanan. in school together. Okay. No, Kanan was the big bro because Kanan was the one that put them. On. Kanan's already fucking blown up, like as mm-hmm. far as the drug dealing. Yeah, we and gonna get to that point. On. We gonna get to that point where motherfuckers gonna be like, and motherfuckers gonna treat it like it's a Marvel movie and start clapping at the TV. What do you say? I'm Ghost. I'm Tommy. <laughs> like, <"Whoa!" laughs> dog. I never forget. I saw fucking. Inf- hey, uh, be all. <laughs> I saw Infinity War in the in the theater, and when Thanos did the fucking finger snap, and the motherfucker started disappearing, there was a bitch in front of me. He was like, "No!" I'm like, "Do you know how comic books work? Like, the niggas are gonna come back, man. <laughs> you think they just killed Spider Man, and that's it? <laughs> well, that's how he died." Streets need a body. You always remember that, yo. If the streets don't get the body, then. <laughs> It's famous. Speaking speaking of that, bro, jukebox and her facial expressions be getting me Dog. hot. The whole fucking the whole show, bro. She's just become an expression. Fucking that's all she does. She makes expressions. That's it. That's all she exists for. Open her eyes wide and tremble a little bit every time her pops come through. Yo, I, I thought. By the way, like I know that nigga fucked up, but also like he be trying. He's, I mean, like he's making an effort, man. Let's. What yo, did he do again? Did he kill? He, cho- a- he, cho- he no, he choked her out. He, what, he did he? Oh, he did he do some shit with her girl too? Her girl OD'd. That wasn't his fault though. No, that was Kenan's fault. He just got mad because she was a lesbian. You're a lesbian, and then he choked that's, her out. That's a, like to me the thing was he fucking choked her out like that. That's, that's, that part. That's, his, okay. that's his. That's his trigger though. He get uneasy about gay and lesbian, and then he also gets uneasy about um, when jukebox is brought up. Like you know what I mean? Because he want to be a parent, but he don't know how to be a parent. But maybe there's some type of trigger when Marvin finds out that she's seen her mom, and he gonna. Well, I think I think the mom is for sure like that's a that's a false flag right there. Mm-hmm. She acting all cool and holy, and oh, you can come here and live in a fat ass crib in fucking Harlem, beautiful brownstone, big ass crib, da da da. Like jukebox gonna go to church, but then she gonna find out that jukebox is a lesbian, and she and gonna she treat her oh, worse yeah. than worse than Marvin, because Marvin. Mm-hmm. Marvin at least now is accepted. Like, yo, this I, is my daughter. Do- this is my daughter. Her, this her life, right? Mm-hmm. 
Shit, she got to go to Maryland soon. I mean, that's when she, she becomes, I, like that's when she becomes a cop. I think, like, yeah, that's, I think at some point the lesbian cop is going to be like, "Yo, maybe you should try this shit," and that kind of like divert her life. But even though she's, but also she's she's got to be like she's got to be a shooter at some point, right? She gonna get in trouble and gonna have to go up there and change her life. The cop is going to help her get out, get get away, help her, and help, help her get away, and then that's when she gonna start doing her shit up there. Oh, she probably gonna kill. She probably gonna kill somebody like Rock or uh, or Marvin or something like that. Nah, she gonna kill Marvin for sure, <laughs> or her mama. One of them two. One she of them gonna, two. She gonna snap for sure. She gonna snap and kill one and, of her parents. And then we are gonna get Kane and talking about the cool thing about life. Oh, oh, hey, come back thing. and get you. One last. <laughs> yeah, the fucking voiceover. Yo, fifth. Come on, man, relax. Uh, one last thing. Uh, Kanan goes to see his uncle in prison. Oh, that nigga was hilarious. That, but that shit was that was another powerific moment, lighter than the other two moments, but still powerific. Where he's like, when he says, "Yo, was was Defcon really my dad?" The nigga flips out for a second, and he's like, "Yo, why won't you?" You're like, "No, no, no." It's just I was just wondering. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, no, nigga. There's no way someone would tell like my what, nephew what, would come what, to me. Well, you know what though? Remember the the word around the streets with Defcon was. Yeah, no. the 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 word is that Defcon was gay. Oh, and, I missed that word, and that's why he getting and, defensive. Yeah, like he trying to like, cover up that. Life no, no. Here, but of my thing is not that he, he being defensive is him dropping his defenses almost immediately after that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No. Oh, in that case, like, oh, Rock didn't say anything. Oh, okay, you good. I'm like, I would have been like, no, fuck that. If my nephew came to me and told me. I would fight like no, nah, no, nah, nigga. You need to what the will you this you this you came all the way out here to disrespect my dead brothers, da da da. Like that's well, that's how I would well, be. I wouldn't well, be like well, also he janky and he trying to he can get some commissary. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, hey, put some commissary in your uncle account. Yeah, no, nah, he don't want C- shit. The, the cigarette, the price of cigarettes done went up. Cause oh, I feel man. like I feel like Rock made the call to like say that shit to him. Oh, yeah, like yo, to don't throw say it shit. off. Like, yeah, what did he say? Mm-hmm. I told you. Mm-hmm. And like I think Kane that trigger Kanan like knew that the nigga was bullshitting. So that's why he went to go meet with um Howard. Right. Y'all y'all with me though, right? What what I said, whatever it was. Omar Epps is clearly about to die, right? The nigga's yeah. got cancer, bro. Like yeah. he's no, 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 no. He beat that shit. He beat the he beat the cancer after he can, with the he still can't yeah. fuck like he's like he always looks like he's about to die. Yeah, that doesn't fucking. mean he has cancer. <laughs> Just because he can't fuck. He he had his son on his brain while he was getting some yams and he couldn't couldn't you know. <laughs> That's just, what that nigga rolled over. What's wrong? Ridiculous. Yo, real I, quick. I he be sunning her too. Last thing before, yeah. He's like, yo, are you a whole philosopher. I'm like, damn, nigga, yeah. I know, she, I know you paying her, but still, come on, man. That's not That's nice. Respect. <laughs> I was like, That's not polite, sir. Um, real quick before we get out of here, I know we ran a little late today. Um. Do you guys watch This Fool on Hulu? I need to check it out. Dog, let me tell you something right now. This show is so fucking funny. Can I, can I stop you right there? What's up? You do realize that's the show that I told you about three weeks ago that you said, I can't wait to watch this shit so that I can pick it apart and just tell you how trash it is. Dog, Thank you. Jerv, that shit is so fucking funny, man. Thank you. The, the fucking Luis 
That nigga makes me die. The episode where that nigga keep quoting Austin Powers. <laughs> Does that make you Randy, Randy? <laughs> he come in with yeah. the fucking dinosaur. Dog, yo, Trey, what, yo, Trey, 10 out of 10. 10 out, and it's a LA, a very LA show. So you're gonna really like it. It's 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 more the essay shit yeah. than anything else, but like you're gonna Trey, you're gonna love I think it. Dan's the one that I think Dan's the one that tweeted something about it that made me check it out. Cause Did he it? said it was a good yeah, I think Dan said it was a good show or whatever. Dog, that show is so goddamn funny, man. Yeah, that's a funny show. Yo, when the when the nigga said <laughs> The nigga said, P22 going to come devour us. And she said, did you just learn the word devour today? <laughs> Yo, that show, dog, I'm telling you, Trey. I'm not saying I'm, we got to review it, it. I'm just telling you, that shit is fucking funny, man. I'm, I'm in tears watching that show. I still haven't finished it. I'm not, I just finished episode seven, I think. So I still got a couple more. But damn, like, I had, like, Jerv, respect. Thank you. Yeah, that's all I ask, man. I, I, that I take shit, my, that I take shit my is TV like, recommendations rather right serious. I'm gonna tell you this: if it were a show that was week to week, I would absolutely say let's review that shit. Let's talk to Chris Estrada, who's the guy who plays Julio. <laughs> His main rival, Julio Tambien. <laughs> What you call's in it too, Trey? Uh, uh Bay from, from, from in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's in it. <laughs> Come to me. It's like bring your boys. I'm gonna bring my boys. <laughs> Old ass niggas. I think they brought a cardboard cutout. <laughs> That's wild. Dog, it's a funny ass show. All right. That's gonna do it for us here today, man. Thanks to Trey. Thanks to Big Jerv. Uh remember patreon.com slash count the things. Become a Patreon. Uh, if you're already one, thank you. Tell someone else to become a Patreon. Let's get this shit. We got watch alongs coming. Football season's here. Trey's real excited for his Rams. Jervis real excited for his Eagles. I don't give a shit, but I'll come here and I'll talk shit <laughs> against them every week if I will. Um, and uh, remember, check out the overflow. We're doing Game of Thrones, whatever, House of the Dragons, Dragons, whatever it's called. The them dragons uh we're doing that so check that out tomorrow on the overflow if you are a patreon until next time i'm reminding you to stay black motherfucker.